Curtain Jerks is brought to you by Audible.com. Get your free audiobook download at audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android... Whoa! <coughs> Lightning! <coughs> Smoke! <coughs> yeah! Mm-hmm. Love to read! Yeah! Uh-huh. Macho Good man, times! Macho Man Randy Savage, what are you doing here? Yeah, love to read. Talking about reading. Yeah, got a book right here. Uh-huh. Hey, wait a minute. You know, with audible.com backslash audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. There's a lot of slashes in there. I don't know if any of those are accurate. Really? Let me try that again. Uh, you know, at audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network, you can read things with your ears on your iPhone, your Android, your Kindle, or your MP3 player. What do you mean? I don't have to pick up a book no more. Yeah, you had the most muscular pinky I'd ever seen when you that, picked up that book. That's right. The the uh, See, the problem is that I have with books is they're my enemy. Yeah, because I always get paper cuts. That's why I always got tape on my fingers. Uh-huh. Macho Man Randy Savage. Macho Man Randy Savage. You don't have to cut your fingers anymore on books. You can listen to these books. No more paper cuts? No more paper cuts. The beauty of Audible is I got no more paper cuts, so I can read even more with my ears. That sounds like a hell of a slogan. The beauty of Audible is no more paper cuts. No more paper cuts for the Macho Man, uh-huh. Huh, no. So you're telling me that I gotta pay for no more paper cuts? See, that's the beauty part, Macho Man Randy Savage. With this, you get a free audiobook once you use the uh, Curtain Jerks promo code. Free audiobook? Aha, uh-huh, yeah, I dig it. Mm-hmm. That's free, and then you're also gonna be free of paper cuts. Free of paper cuts, free of free downloads, free everything. Aha, uh-huh, the show is free. I like it. Aha. Uh-huh. You know what, Macho Man Randy Savage? You're welcome. Let's go to the circus. Let's do it. Welcome, everyone, to Curtain Jerks, right here on the Comedy Podcast Network. I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. And we are comedians living in Hollywood, and we love wrestling. Enough of that. We got so much to cover today. We are back. We've been going out into the field. I Yeah, the, I've been over fields over in the UK. Fields over yonder. And now I've been fields in the local. Fields over sunder. Fields over sunder. Oh, with some bacon. Mm. Love it. Have you ever had bacon in a blueberry scone? No. It's really good. Okay. I've never had a scone. Really? You're missing out. I don't think I am. They're like (laughs) listeners. Am I listening? Am I I truly missing out? I've never had a scone. A scone is like the top of a muffin. It doesn't have any of the paper in the way. No paper? Yeah. But you don't want a a crumbly scone. You want a scone that's like nice soft bread. You don't want it to be crusty bread. So there's a possibility that I could get a crusty scone? Scott, we went to Raw live at Staples Center. And I went to SmackDown in Ontario. Yeah, you got two days of WWE. Mm-hmm. 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 I've seen a month of Impact, which we'll be talking about in future episodes over in the UK uh, when we tie in the interviews with that episode. Speaking we- of interviews, do we have any interviews today? We do. We had Alex Shane, professional wrestler and creator of Wrestle Talk TV last week. And then this week, I got Tom Anstey. And you're like... That that name's familiar. Tom, Tom, that, that tickles my brain parts. He does all kinds of stuff. He's uh, the creator and master puppeteer of wrestling memes. He runs NXTs and comes up with those crazy shirts. Not NXT. 
It's not in charge of the NXTs, as in T-shirts. And then uh, also the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast, which is a great podcast, and we're on it each and every time. He plays plays a vignette of ours. You know what Tom's uh, business card should should say? Cultural tastemaker. Oh. That's what I was thinking. I was listening to his interview, and I was like. CTM. CTM. Cultural tastemaker. Yeah. T-A-C-T-M. C-M. Right, right, right. Tactum. Tactum. Mm, I like that. I like that. You hear that, Tom? So, yes, we got that coming up a little bit later on. But, yes, we went to Raw and SmackDown, Steve and I, and we did not see each other at all. And I saw we you. not hang out. Yeah, we did. That was the – you know what? It is heartbreaking to go to a wrestling event with Scott and not get to sit next to Scott. I saw you from across the arena. Well, I was practically – I lied saying, to you. I didn't see you. Really? I watched you half the match. I was confused where you guys were. You and Phil – Phil Ranta, uh, the, the frequent guest of this podcast, well, you guys went together. Yeah. You had a luxury box. We were in a luxury box. Apparently, yeah. there was free beer. We didn't know that until we drank all our beer. What? Yeah. Oh, you went and bought beer, and then you got Yeah, there was, told free, beer, there was free beer. There was free beer in the mini fridge. How'd you? Okay, so tell me your setup of, like, who got you in? Like, how'd that happen? Okay, Phil, so Phil we, set you up? we went to a, a, a sky box or whatever, a glass box. It felt like a glass coffin. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a tiny little like mini suite at Staples Center, and it was part of uh, CAA, the talent agency. Whoa! Yeah, Phil had Whoa. some. Did you guys have to tap dance? No, no tap dancing. Did you audition? No. Did you no do one. wrestler promo hey, monologues? Hey man, we were already in the fold. Oh man. Yeah, and then we got there, and we got way too much food, and we essentially it's like you're watching the show from a hotel room. That had one side of the like the wall where a balcony would be yeah. completely blown out, and then they just put glass, and so you can see you have a great view of the entire arena. And they have TVs up there too, right? No TVs, really. Mm-hmm. I thought they would have TVs up there. Where you I can... think there's probably the executive suites that have like Murphy beds and sort of flat screen TVs. Like that we means didn't... Candace Bergen's in them. A Murphy bed? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Candace Murphy bed. Oh man, no, none of our listeners will get that reference. I'm at sure all. three people will get that. She's got so many kooky secretaries. (laughs) Uh, It was a good, like, we didn't need a TV. We had a great view. And I could see you. You were at ringside. I I was. I was. After Buzz that I do a main event for, uh, they were very kind, very generous, and uh, hooked me up with floor row two. The hard camera was behind me. So if you go back and watch that Raw, and you see a really skinny skeleton standing up and occasionally turning around to the camera, Doing the yes chants and all that. That's me. Yeah, I saw you. That's me. I saw you. Making me Christian Rosenberg. Oh yes, another guest of the podcast. This was like a who's who. I saw. I saw everybody I knew in wrestling. Met more people. Didn't see you and Phil. Yeah, and didn't see my friends. I see you, my close friends. Oh yeah. shit! I, oh, oh god! All the other people god. that don't listen to the show. Now I they totally know. burned them. Now they know. Fuck. Uh, you know what? It was a good event overall. I liked it. It was fun. I, I like Raw seems to me really kind of casual. Like, that's why I don't watch it, or I watch it 15 minutes before we record. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Oh, I'm sorry. I watch. Just squeeze in that three hours. I watch 15 up, minutes yeah, before. Yeah, I watch up to, and then 50, after 15 minutes, then we record. Mm-hmm. Um, watching it live is so much fun. Like, for what seems like it wasn't a go home show, but it felt just as intense. It was like, wow, yeah. this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I had realized I never have seen as much as they've wrestled throughout the years john cena versus randy orton live 
because I'm going to see it in 15 years when they do it on TNA, you know, mm -hmm. a la Hogan and Macho Man and WCW. It'll just continue on throughout much, the years, wherever it can, you know, wherever they go. As as boring as it is to see Randy Orton and uh, John Cena fight each other on TV, watching it live is great. They know what they're doing. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. Yeah, those guys are pretty good. It's almost as if they're like the top guys. <laughs> I tell you something, what almost happened? I almost went backstage. Really? No bullshit. No bullshit? No bullshit. No bullshit? No bullshit. Don't bullshit me. I almost went backstage. It was a fucking, it was like, oh, we're so close. We're so close. Like you were, like you were walking to the men's room and then there was this big curtain that said The loading backstage. dock. We were going uh, to the loading dock. I, because you made it sound like I almost, but then I was like, I got to go pee. So I went to the men's room <laughs> and I didn't want to pee backstage. That's where all the people I really admire are. All the wrestlers use a pee trough and that's just intimidating. That's just super intimidating. Have you ever seen Brodus Clay's dick? It's so wide. That's, Jesus. It's like a sand monster from Dune. Mm-hmm. I can only extrapolate. Uh, on the Brodus dick. Clay's penis. Yes. Oh, thank see. you. <laughs> You're welcome. So you were at the loading And that's dock. what Damien Sandow says after you're done peeing. He just stands there and says, you're welcome. You're welcome. So you were at the loading dock backing in Brodus Clay's penis mm -hmm. so at they could offload the pyro. Alberto Del Rio comes out uh, with a hoodie, um, and he I think he was – it's weird because – okay, here's what happens. Here's here's the little the, – that's so funny to me, like especially in L.A., is we're at the loading dock, and Lillian Garcia is there, and Alberto Del Rio just kind of comes and walks out, and I think he's just you know getting a lay of the land, but – He's greeting people that are there to come see the show. So for us, it's like a theater performance or something else where they have their comp guests in town yeah. that are coming to check out them performing the show. And they're like, hey, how you doing? Hey, good to see you. Hey. And then they got the kid like, oh, hey, how are you, buddy? Oh, you don't like me, huh? And same with Lillian. Like she was there to greet her friends and all that stuff. So they're coming to see the show. Yeah. Which were after Buzz too, like there were people in the crew that knew some of these people, and it was like, "Oh, so you're here to see the show? Great, fun, have fun, you guys." Rather than all right, fuck it, I want to see Orton lose that belt. I want to see that happen tonight. Yeah, like I want a title match. I want this to happen. No, we're we're going to see the show. You were they were you got to meet work associates. We did, and we were supposed to pick up our tickets backstage. They said like, yeah, go backstage and pick up your. But tickets. you went to the men's room. Ugh. I'm gonna stop pushing that joke. I'm sorry. And so we almost got, but somebody came out and brought us the tickets. It's like ah, I wanted to see the thing I never want to really see. Yeah, you want you want that curtain to be pulled back so you can have all of your everything change about how you think about it. Yeah. So you can see the shield hanging out with mm -hmm. with the, Xavier Woods. Yeah, and the Usos. Oh. Like, hey, well, you guys are just like best friends. What's going on here? Whoa, you're waxing his back. What the hell? <laughs> Whoa. So, yes, Raw was a lot of fun. And being there in the front, like, it was crazy yell and all that stuff. And you know, I got drunk. Yeah? I was celebrating it, Raw. Hey, Seamus! You fucking, you're not Irish. Make way for the limes, everybody. Make way for the limes. Hey, there's too many limes. Hey, CAA, there's too many. Is, hold on, everybody sit down. Let's count. We need to count all the fucking limes. Everybody's got something really serious to say to everybody, all right? Stop it. Christian needs a match more, a more match, one, one of my. You guys. Macho Man is sitting at ringside with a guy dressed as a referee. And Elizabeth's nipples are popping out. Is no one else seeing this? No. 
What happened to the genius letter, Buffo? Where's just the genius? Well, that's uh, what it would sound like if there was two of me drunk. God. Damn, I wish I was up there, sort of. It was. You had great seats. I wish you were down there. Yeah, I, I wish, wish you stuck with after, but that's so I'm like, God. Steve, yeah, I wish I, I stuck with this gig. I wish I'd been like I realized that I wanted to be in pretty much every part of that arena. Like I realized now being in a box, having good seats, having poor seats at shows. Uh-huh. I have a good time pretty much no matter where I am in an arena. If it's a if it's a live show, I'm gonna have a good time, drunk or not, guys. Sober fun is fun, fun, right? I, I'll tell you right now, it's all right. <laughs> uh, they, I see these drunks having a good old time. I had a good time. You, yeah. Didn't you get drunk in uh, in the UK? Uh, I drank. I don't, I don't think I got drunk. Uh, I, I've been, dr- I think been, I got high. I only inhaled once. I wasn't sure. I've been drunk three times and I pretty much know what it feels like. I don't so think you I wouldn't, drunk. you wouldn't count this as that. No, I, dr- I drank a lot and I will talk about that in future episodes as I am not a drinker, but I was in, I was in a drinking in situation. situation. Oh yeah. yeah. Also don't drink at Staples Center. It costs $40. Yeah, it costs way too much money to drink at Staples Center. In that box, did they give you food, or did you no, have to buy food? No, we had to buy food. food. And apparently there was beers in the mini-fridge. There were Corona and cans. What the shit? And Schweppes. Oh, man. Yeah, we didn't... All I got was a shirt. Yeah? I got an AfterBuzz shirt. For free? So we, so we looked uniformed. Yeah! So oh. we looked... Yeah, it's a long sleeve tee. Was Maria Menounos there? No, she wasn't there. I guess she was busy doing something with her career. No. Not watching Raw. That's fine. Do your thing. Go on, girl. <laughs> you do your thing. Um, And then I went to SmackDown with Tom Connolly, who I do After Buzz with. We went uh, with a friend of his, and uh, we had more laid-back seats, like kind of where we normally sit, but on like looking directly at the Titan Tron. Okay. Like it's right in front of us. And there was a wall behind us, which was amazing because there was no fans behind you chanting stupid shit. Like, it was just kind of sectioned off. It was really nice. Everybody's in front of you. Yeah. And uh, that was laid back. It was so you had a good view of the fist? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. That fi- that SmackDown fist. I could see it where it's supposed to be. And it isn't there anymore. It isn't there anymore. I miss that giant SmackDown fist. I love that fist. No. It's such a good fist. But it, that was a solid show, too. By the time that this episode released, like, you'll know what happens and... I mean, we got a couple guests today. I think they're probably going to go into it because it's pretty crucial. Like, we're talking to some major SmackDown players here. That's spoilers, guys. Spoilers, guys, but not spoilers because it's just spoilers for Steve, really. Yeah, I don't know what happens on SmackDown. But I think we should talk to one of these guys right off the bat because, Steve, it's been hell all day. I You got here a little bit later today. I've been here since the morning, mm-hmm. and it's it's been driving me crazy. Jack yeah, Swagger I got in is here. It's, me it's a mess. Crazy. Like it's a total pandemonium in here. Yeah, there's papers everywhere. There's streamers. There's I think sparklers. I saw a, a chicken, but I think that was purely because it was it seemed chaotic. Like I don't know if it was actually used for anything. There's cooked chickens. There's live chickens. There's feathers in the air. There's eggs. Like hard boiled, soft boiled, poached, fried, scrambled. It's. It's unbelievable. I can't. What's the deal? Why is why are things so crazy this morning? I, I I show up for work late once. I'm always here early. Yeah, you're always here early. But this is one time you were busy. You had a lot of stuff. You got auditions and all that shit, and you know you're doing, you're, you're prepping your <laughs> questions for uh, human centipede three red carpet. Yeah, 
Well, you know, you which gotta, is not the red carpet for those new listeners out there. Steve's in the Human Centipede Three. Yeah, but the red's in the Human Centipede Three, and it's not a red carpet. It's another Human Centipede. Yeah, just painted red. Yeah, that it's, people the you stars walk on walk the red on. carpet. Yeah, mm-hmm. the red carpet being more extras. And as you step, it's yeah. Why is it so crazy here? Because Jack's. I don't even want to get into it. Like, I'll just let Jack Swagger. All right, I'll let me let me talk to Jack. Let me see if I can get to the bottom of this. Jack Swagger is a real American. Jack Swagger and Antonio Cesaro. We are gonna win all the gold at the elimination chamber. Yes, sir. Steve, let's go to Michelle Scott. I'm not sick. Yes, we're gonna win all the gold. What's up, Scrotum? What's hey, up, Jack, uh, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit. Seems like things are really crazy here today. and Things I, are going pretty good. You're, you're, you're talking to a future champion right now. I c- couldn't help but hear you were singing a pretty cool song, a theme, your own theme song. It's, uh, it's a new rendition. I'm adding lyrics to it. Yeah. I, so I like, considering I, having John Lauren I singing for us. It sounds like you were narrating. For the podcast. I think it sounds like you were narrating what's going to happen at Elimination Chamber. Spoiler alert. Are you prepared to go up against Antonio Cesaro? What's it? What's it? Do you even know? Do you even know what's going on right now? And the elimination chamber? Jesus Christ, buddy. Get Are, your get your head out of your tuchus. I, I'm listening. I'm listening, you, but apparently all I can hear is the blood flow in my own butt. I think you are drunk right now. I think you are late to work because you've been drinking today. I think, it's a, I think you're like a little girl celebrating a birthday week. Jack. It's my birthday week. Uh, Jack. I'm Steve Scrotum. I'm selling my birthday week. Jack, you look, guys. I have to admit the champagne goes straight to my head, but right now I have it on ice and I haven't cracked it yet. I soaked your car. What, what the fuck for? <laughs> I, I put happy birthday, Scrotum. Oh, okay. I, when you just say I soaked your car, it sounds like it, it's like I peed in the snow. All right. I've done that too. I wrote my whole name. Okay. Well, you wrote your name on my car or... I put some snow on your car also, and I beat my name in it. Thank you. Thank you. I You're welcome. It. I, I like it. I like it when someone Gentle signs ribbing. their birthday card. Gentle ribbing. Yes. Gentle ribbing, indeed. Cesaro is in the Elimination Chamber match for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, right? Yeah. Okay. I, on SmackDown, just won a fatal four-way match, and I'm the number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship against Big E. Alank son. Oh. Former... WWE Intercontinental Champion. Because I'm going to be I was about to say, the a, Intercontinental Champion. Soon to be previous, a former WWE Intercontinental Champion, Big well, E Lane. What I'm doing with my singlet is I'm, I'm stretching it out because I'm putting my thumbs through the little straps. And I, because I'm big time, baby. Yes, you are very big time. You, stretching these out. Yeah, you're wearing that like mm. a pair of suspenders. You're like a southern businessman who just put, out the, put the little guy out of business. I've got some new merchandise coming on the way. i got a new slogan all set to go. Oh, what's like your new slogan? Oh, okay. See, here's the thing. See, you step in the ring with me, and you think you're on your game, right? Yeah, I like, I like, I'd assume I would be. You think you're on your game, and you think you're gonna get that win in the win mm-hmm. column, and then if you got a title around your waist, that you're gonna hold on to that title, I'm gonna throw you off. I'm gonna throw you off your game. Jack Swagger's gonna throw you off your game. I'm gonna take that title off you. I'm gonna take that win off you, and I'm gonna throw you off your game. I'm gonna jack you off. Uh, so your new Swagger slogan- is gonna jack you off. All right. Uh, okay. Well, based Biggie on that. Biggie Langston, look out. Elimination Chamber, I'm going to jack you off. 
So for you heard it here first. Biggie Langston will be jacked off at the Elimination Chamber. I'm going to jack you off, Biggie Langston. You know what? Uh, when I feel like you get that introduction going, I really see where you're headed with it. Yeah. But I, yeah. where my head immediately mm-hmm. goes when you say you're going to jack somebody off is it sounds like you're going to, you know, give them the old... Uh, Oh, the old tap-out win? No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say more like the old uh, airplane uh, red-eye wake-em-up, you know? Oh, yeah, put a little, you you get the little feather, and then you you get the guy's palm, and then you put a little sour cream in there, and then you tickle his nose, and then he he rubs his face, and he's got sour cream on there, and then you go, baked potato jet! Uh, baked potato yeah. On the old red-eye. Gentle The airplane red-eye baked potatoing. Gotcha, I gotcha. Well, uh... It sounds like you're going to jack him off. Uh, yeah. See? No, no, no. Jack, Jack. I'm going to. Jack, you're. It sounds like you're going to jack him off. Yeah, that's exactly what the whole campaign's all about. You don't have to I'm spell gonna, it out to me. Yeah, I, yeah. It sounds like you're going to jack him off. That's right. Jack Swagger going to jack you off. I, yeah. You, I mean, think of all the contenders that are going to want that Intercontinental Championship at WrestleMania. WrestleMania 30, I'll have a gauntlet match. You know, Yoshitatsu, Zack Ryder, JTG, I'll jack them all off. So you're gonna, you want a line of people that are ready to be challenged, uh, to challenge for a jack off. I will jack each and every wrestler in the back off in wow. the ring, WrestleMania 30. Jeez, I, for the fans, I don't for even, the fans first and foremost. Of course, I of want course. the fans to enjoy me jacking everybody off. I'm, I hesitate to even ask what the merch is going to be related to this. Oh uh, my goodness, the slogan. Oh my goodness, I've got you know. Oh, Daniel Bryan's got that yes towel. Yeah. I got a jack off towel. <laughs> why didn't I know that? I don't know why you didn't know that. Oh. Also, uh, Santino's got the the Cobra. It's yeah. a sock. I got a jack you off sock. Is it just a, a regular tube sock? Yeah, it's a regular tube sock. Yeah, so it's, it's one a, of these AVs athletic socks. With the all, little... I see it's got the two red stripes at the top. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. I, I noticed that the base of the, the sock is crusty. Is that so it can be used as a cup holder also? Yeah. Yeah, okay. it, it can be used as a cup holder. It's more durable that way, and yeah. it's got a good crunch, so you know it sounds like you're breaking bones, you know, when you, yeah, when you jack somebody off. You break that bone. When you jack somebody off, you break that bone. You break that bone. When you, I guess you could say when you jack that off, you really could break down that bone. Are you are you being condescending to me? Cause see, no, I right I'm, now we'll go in the CP we'll go in the CPN ring and I'll jack you off right now. Look, that is a that is a prop ring. It is not regulation size. It's a little bit smaller than a boxing ring. We shouldn't roughhouse in there. Well, we shouldn't, and you shouldn't be condescending I'm towards a future Intercontinental Champion that'll jack you off. I was just spitballing with you. I guess I was spitballing with you jacking people off. I do love spitballing. Yeah. People say I'm exceptional at it. You're very good at it. Very good at it. So be, be excited. Well, it sounds like, if anything, this will just—the road to WrestleMania is just the beginning for you along with Elimination Chamber. It sounds like you've got a whole year of jacking off to do. It's tireless. All the jacking off that I'm going to do. I'm going to— Hopefully, I'll get my hands on Randy Orton, and then I'll jack him off to win those uh, titles. And then I'll, I'll, you know, I'll get in the ring with Triple H, and I'll jack him off. And then Stephanie McMahon, if she's pushing in her way with the authority, I'll jack her off, too. All right. Wow. Uh, you know what, Jack? And if these fans get my face because I'm a real American, what are you gonna do I'll jack fans? off the fans. You're going to jack I'll, off the fans? I'll jack them off. All right. All Swagger right. is going to jack you off. But you're a heel. Yeah. You're just a mean old heel. And ironically, I take the heel and I and I turn it and I'll try and break it and then you get jacked off. Yeah, that's right. That's right. You know what? 
Jack, I was angry. Scott and I were a little bit angry with how crazy things were here this morning. But I have to admit, with that sort of planning and with that sort of uh, foresight that you got going on, I think you're really on to something. I got to do a lot of prep. I got to stay hydrated if I'm going to do that much jacking off. Yeah, that's a good way to lose a lot of uh, essence. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm going to go. Okay. Thanks for joining us, Jack. Hey, no problem. Why don't you tell him? What? I did tell him. I told him multiple times that it sounds like he's going to jack people up. Yeah, but he clearly doesn't understand that. Yeah, well, what am I going to say? Jerk off and he's going to suddenly realize what... Uh, maybe. Maybe it's a regional thing. Hey, you know what, Scott? He got maybe in trouble it, with it, the maybe DUI. It's thing, or maybe it's an entertainment thing. Maybe in this year, 2014, we're going to jerk off our fans. Huh? <laughs> How about that? Wow, that sounds pretty pretty great. Yeah, does it? Admit, it sounds pretty yeah. great. Wipe off your faces. Get ready for some real jerking off from the Curtain Jerks. Speaking of jerking, it is time for Jerk Tweets. Each week, go to Twitter.com and follow us at Curtain Jerks and send us your hashtag Jerk Tweets. You got questions about the podcast, about wrestling in general. We got answers. Just yeah. like a car insurance company, motherfucker. Yeah. We will spit it and, and tell it to you and whether or not it's real or true. I don't know. God, wouldn't it be great if we had a call in line, 1-800-Curtain-Jerks? I don't know. It would be all pre-taped. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> then yes. <laughs> uh, S. Cartwright 98 says, I don't have a jerk tweet. Hashtag fuck you, Steve Sears. Well, you know what? <laughs> You're a liar because you did, and it just got read on the fucking air. Yeah, suck on that, bitch. <laughs> Man, I couldn't trash talk to save my life. Do you think you could? Well, you just laughed at what I did, so <laughs> no. It's like, uh, snap, bro. I think we really smoked you that time. I think your mother has been called a hoe. <laughs> it's not even certain. I believe your mother was a whore. I'm not certain. Oh, she wasn't? A Pardon me for the mistake. I apologize. Well, if your mother is a little loose. What are you opening? I'm trying to open these candies you brought back from the UK. Shrimps and bananas. Yes. It's a banana holding a bunch of cartoon shrimps in a net. And a butterfly net. Just uh, don't do it like an old lady in a movie theater. Yeah. Just fucking do it. <laughs> Sorry, I'll just wait till you're done. Who is that? I thought he died. Grandma, Grandma, shh. It's Music Man. No one dies. <laughs> Are they going to build the monorail? <laughs> that was The Simpsons. Wasn't it? Yes, it was. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm now trying the, the shrimps sh and banana candy live on the air. They look super gross, and I thought Steve would like uh. it. <laughs> Does it taste like shrimps? It's like talcum powder. <laughs> well, oh. UK candies are usually pretty awesome, but these they didn't both look taste good. like banana. Well, clearly, S. Cartwright ninety eight was saying, "Happy birthday, Steve Sears." He just spelled it differently. It's all regional. This whole show is happens to be just regional. Yeah, it's all regional. Speaking of, I ran into Steve Dez outside of the Staples Center. I saw Steve Dez as well. It was cool seeing that guy. He almost died. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. Oh, in the car. Thing. Yeah. One of our listeners, uh, he's uh, sent jerk tweets before, a friend of the show. And, uh, yeah, the drunk driver hit him on uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Yeah, he's doing better. He hurt his finger, though. Sober fun, pretty good. Yeah. Be responsible, I'm, everybody. Steve Dez, we're thinking about you, buddy. Glad you're okay. Yes. He listens to the show. I hope Everybody he does. else we've mentioned Yeah, if we show, didn't, like, then it'd be like, they don't listen. Josh Callahan, that guy, it's not like he listens to the show. He actually does. Does he? Unlike you with 16 Bits Podcast, which No, I didn't on. even listen to the episode I was on. Oh, it was a lot of fun, though. Jesus. The video game podcast, Steve subbed in for me for a week and then listened to no episodes whatsoever. Look, I like to support create the... the uh, I like to I like to support. You rate and reviewed it on iTunes, right, to help us out? Oh, Christ. No. Eat your shrimps and bananas. GT2010 says... 
You are in a car and have a clear road ahead. You may shout an insult at one wrestler, past or present, as you drive past them at the roadside. Which wrestler is it at the roadside, and what insult do you hurl? Uh, two things. Uh, GT2010 seems like a, he's like a, uh, I want to say it's like a cultural studies teacher in high school. Mm-hmm. Or what is it? No, social studies. Because he always has these sort of uh, hypothetical situations that help you determine how to like better live your life. I love these. Yeah, this is great. He's got good jerk tweets. Everybody step up your game because GT2010. Yeah, GT2010 schooling some people with mm-hmm. these uh, alternate dimension sort of questions. Yeah, yeah. I like the hypotheticals. I think I it- enjoy it. I try and do that with the ladies on dates. They don't like it. They don't so like it. So if we were trapped in a giant vault that was slowly filling with water... Would anal you? is right. <laughs> Anal's possible? Man, anal? anal? Anal's on the table? I was going to go a little bit sweeter and ask if she would kiss me, but... That's your hypothetical, you yeah. fucking weirdo. Where's the water coming from? <laughs> hey oh, how far away is the rest stop that we stop at that the wrestler's going to chase us down at? Mm. Uh, next rest stop, 30 miles. Let's see. 30 miles away. Four-minute mile in high school. And you've got a quarter tank of gas. 30 miles? Quarter and, in your car. Oh, in my car? Yeah. I'd go way past that. I could go to the next okay. rest stop. Okay, okay. I could easily go to the next rest stop. <laughs> like, I could, I would even skip the next one, pee in a Gatorade bottle. <laughs> and then when I stop and I was like, does anybody want this Gatorade? And then no one said, and I'll just like, I'm throwing it out. And then one person's like, I'll try it. I'm like, don't, don't do it. It's popcorn butter. Mm-hmm. So, okay. So we're in a car and we see them on the side of the road is how I take this, right? Like that's, that's what you're imagining. Mm-hmm. So we see them. And Who's we, driving? Are you driving? I'm driving. I'm, am I driving because it's my car? Yeah, it's your car, so you're driving. Okay. It's a stick. It's a stick. Yeah, I can't drive a stick. By the way, everybody, I drive a Jaguar. Oh. It's a Toyota Tercel painted like a Jaguar. <laughs> oh, I, Green. I, I hope you get that. Can we do a Kickstarter for that? For a Jaguar. <laughs> painting Steve's car like a Jaguar. My first car was a gold Chevy S10 pickup truck with no locks. Pussy magnet. Yeah, with no locks. No radio and tiger striped seats. Shut up! I was I was fucking cock of the walk. That was a fucking good car. Wait, you should say what your steering wheel cover is for your car now. Oh, right now, uh, my steering wheel cover is a Kiss. Like my car the is band. Shit. Yeah, but it's just the, the band Kiss, and it's almost completely worn through, and you can't see it says Kiss anywhere. Mm-hmm. Also, this steering wheel cover came with a warning that said "Keep away from pregnant ladies." Contains <laughs> lead. They also tell me to fucking wash my hands every time I drive my fucking car. That's fucking bullshit. It's a steering wheel cover. It's like, hey, these are some tissues you can use. Remember, wash your face after every time you use these tissues because they contain ammonia. My wallet's that way. Yeah. Don't use it. It's bad for you. Yeah. That's where I put, uh, you know, my Kleenex. So I just put my wallet to my face and blow my nose. Yeah. <laughs> New wallet. Keep out of pocket. <laughs> Assholes. Okay, Fuck so- Monsanto. <laughs> <laughs> so you're driving. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a guy on the side of the road. Let's say there's two there's two wrestlers on the side of the road. We, Ooh, we, tag team. It's and it's like, oh, I'm gonna say something to somebody. Yeah, and I'm like, like, I'm gonna say something to the yeah, other yeah. guy. So yeah, it's a perfect scenario. Okay, perfect scenario. I'm gonna say for my guy that I'm I'm really I'm gonna lay into him because mm-hmm. we're talking past president. It can be anybody. It can be anybody. Rosters past president. I am going to say something to Raven. Okay. I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw an insult at Raven. Who are you gonna insult? Uh, I'm going to go with Eric Bischoff. Gonna, oh, that's good. I know he's not an active wrestler, but I feel like he's so, like, 
It's pretty present in the ring, you know? Yeah, people got a lot of shit to say to Eric Bischoff. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff. Okay. So when when we drive up and then there's Raven, and, I, and I, I'm like, all right, I got it. Here we go. Okay. Or you want us to just yell them at the same time? No, 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 because okay. then it will lose it. So I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll do my. Hey, Raven! Your WWF tenure wasn't as good as everything else you did, which was really good, bitch. See, I'm terrible at the insults. Let's drive. Let's go. Let's go. 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 I really like him. Oh shit! All right. Okay. Now we're. I'm gonna circle back so I can get Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Like. Okay. Now we gotta burn somebody. Hey, hey, Eric Bischoff. Like he's having a martini at a bar is slowly turning. Hey, hey, Eric Bischoff. Nobody, nobody ever thought that you were good at kung fu. <laughs> we know that they just bought that at a costume shop, and your your hair looks like you're in junior high. Later. While he just holds his chest with his hand, like, <gasps> yeah. Eric Bischoff is such a prick. His sarcasm, like everything he said was sarcastic. Even when he was angry at somebody, it sounded sarcastic. My favorite Eric Bischoff moment of all time is that opening of uh, Impact Wrestling when he was feuding with Jarrett and Impact Wrestling opens and he's playing guitar. Yeah. Like he and he fucking rocks he at it. He plays fucking flamenco guitar for like six minutes. Yeah, and then burns Jarrett because he can play guitar and Jarrett never has. Like I, he doesn't even say that, right? He just plays and then leaves. No, he 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 lays into him a little bit. I, I gotta find that clip. If you guys if you guys see that clip, post it on our Facebook page or send it on Twitter. That, I love that segment so much just because no one's ever called Jarrett out for not being able to play guitar. He doesn't play him. He breaks him. Yeah, because he's so angry he can't play. Oh, Didn't an episode furious. of Raw start once with just opening up on Eric Bischoff and he was just sitting there smiling and the camera slowly pulled back and he said, hi, I'm Eric Bischoff. Probably. Yeah, I think that was pretty badass. Mm. Hey, you know what? As much as I hate Eric Bischoff, I fucking love him. I think he's such a weird, creepy, sleazy guy. Yeah. And sleazy in like the worst way. Not in that Paul Heyman way. Not in that Vince McMahon way. But he is like a true snake. Like yeah. he doesn't seem to really like anything besides making money, mm-hmm. and then that way it's like I can admire that. But he's like, it's just behind his eyes. He's Something's an, just he's not. an '80s movie. Oh, cor- he's a corporate total. bad guy. Yeah, he was. He's like the the dude from RoboCop. Um, Ronnie Cox. No, no, yeah. uh, Miguel Ferrer. No, I, I'm no, I'm, I'm I agree with you with the he's Ronnie Cox. Yeah. That uh, what's the character name in that? Like he's the guy who is in OCP. No, not OCP. Shit. In OCP. It's OCP. Okay, yeah. Uh, he's the guy who who uh, who has the Ed 209 program going? Yes. It's Ronnie Cox. It's the old guy. Yeah, it's the old guy. And also, he's in Total Recall. Is the guy who's controlling all the air on Mars. Like, that guy who's that staple of, like, just a fucking an asshole. That rich asshole who you just hate him. You never he's, he'll you fire know, he's, everybody, but he's, he's the bad guy enough. He's the bad he's the bad guy in a prep school, the super manipulative guy. You never see mm-hmm. him as the jock or he's the dad of a jock and happens to be just as bad as the jock kid. And he's also the dean. Yeah, he's also the dean. He's a real dicklinger. Oh man. Yeah. Bischoff is that guy. Speaking of a guy that's not that guy and not speaking of Terrible segue. We're just two guys. We're just two guys. And another guy, another wrestling aficionado that I had the privilege of finally getting to meet through this crazy world of wrestling. I went to the UK. This In man, person. Guy to guy. This, yeah. Man, we were just guy to guy in the whole time. I was privileged enough that Tom Anstey 
allowed me into his flat. We would say home or apartment. Um, I think they still say home. <laughs> I don't think so, buddy. You didn't go. Yeah. And um, I mean, it's not like they're going to say Lord and Manor. I feel like so often in this show, we sort of really play up. It's like, yeah, it's a different planet over there, man. Dude, they don't use oxygen, bro. <laughs> it's yeah, it's all nitrous. It's, it's all chips and crisps. Oh, man. Love crisps. I love chips. Potato chips. Um, he allowed me to, to stay in his home, um, showed me around, introduced me to the WrestleTalk TV people. We got interviews. We saw wrestling shows. For, we got some tickets. and it, We had a great time, and I was privileged and honored that he would allow me to do such a thing um, because there's no fucking way I'm letting him stay here, man. No goddamn way. I'll put him up. It's Los Angeles. I'll put him up. Oh, okay. Look at that, Steve. I also don't have a place to put him up. Yeah. I'm renting a room out from somebody. So um, Tom Anstey, as I said, he's the creator of wrestling memes that we we talk about on the show all the time. Like I, To me, they're always the funniest wrestling memes out there. Cultural tastemaker. Real <laughs> cultural tastemaker. Every week, there's a new t-shirt at NXTs.com. Again, funny wrestling t-shirts that are unique and different. That If you don't want the mainstream stuff, check those out. And he does the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast, where he gets an interview with someone in the world of wrestling, like Botchmania guy. Uh, he's had you know, uh, other wrestlers on there and other people, like journalists and stuff, doing the show. Other guys. People. And we are always privileged that he plays curtain jerk segments on there. It's crazy. But it's the love of wrestling that we have, and it's, it was a cool bond to have, and we sat down, and we did a little interview. I and, liked um, Remember when Mark was on the show just recently when he came back from Japan, he was saying yes. that that was the one sort of cultural sort of relevancy is, like, if you say, hey, do you like wrestling? And someone else would be like, yeah. And yeah. even if you can't speak the same language, you can be like, CM Punk, huh? Yeah, thumbs up, thumbs down. If they say thumbs down, go to war. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. This is, start, a, start a conflict in a foreign land. Uh, so it was fun to talk with Tom Anstey about this. So here's our, my interview with Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes. Scott here in England. As Steve Sears said, I'm on assignment. I'm Real assignment. in Baldock. I think that's... Baldock. 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 Do you say Baldock? Baldock. Okay. I thought maybe it goes a little quicker because you didn't want to emphasize the ball. No, we're very mature here. With that's, the why, that's why we have faggots for sale and things. Oh, you do. Gosh, you got faggots for sale. Frozen faggots. They're horrible. Uh, horrible things. Nobody that, buys them. That's insensitive. <laughs> no, a faggot is a ball of basically pig entrails. It's disgusting. My it God, used to have like I pig can't... brain in it, but now it's like liver. It's all the bits of the pig you wouldn't want, even Who want to put. says that? It's all the bits of the Who pig that you wouldn't that even want to put that, that, in the hot dog. I think they're human beings, and they're born differently than the rest of us. Do you know what a faggot used to be? Oh, in England. Geez. Oh, jeez. No, it used to be a ball of sticks. That was what a faggot was, which is why when you're reading old books from like, that are all like Chaucer. And, like Charlotte's Web. And, not like Charlotte's Web. Ramona Quimby. Like uh, Charles Dickens China, and stuff. Uh, China. China's book, A Tale of Two Nipples. Tale of Two Penises. Um, um, no, when you read like a Chaucer book or something, that's uh, when they talk about a faggot, they're talking about a ball of sticks, but I don't know what it was for. History! <laughs> I'm here with Tom Anstey of Wrestling Memes. Hello. Damn good wrestling podcast, which is quite suiting. It's damn good. All, all of your titles for everything you have are straight to the point. I, I say what they are, and I mean it. And NXTs. 
which are the next tees. So. Mm-hmm. They're the shirts of the future of wrestling. Exactly. But for a limited time only. Seven days. And then we occasionally bring them back when we're like, they sold well. What's your favorite thing that you do of all these things? Uh, and you do stuff for WrestleTalk TV. I do do stuff for WrestleTalk TV. Um, and schoolofwrestlingknowledge.com. And uh, do I do anything else? I can't remember. I don't know. Um, Let's say the, out of those five things... What's your go-to? If you could do it every day, like, what's the what's the one you go to? Well, it, uh, let me see. With WrestleTalk TV, I meet a lot of wrestlers, and I generally just kind of piss about while taking photos for things like Twitter. So mm-hmm. that's that's very fun, but it doesn't pay. So right. So that if that was paid, I would do, I would quit my job tomorrow. Um, but the podcast is very good because I get to interview wrestlers and stuff. I mean, we've. Uh, I don't know if this will be the same episode or not, but we did it. We did an interview with Spud. These will all be spread out. I They're think. all spread out. So this, you, you've you gotta all, make the funny in between. Exactly. You've already heard it, probably. Spud, he was on the podcast. Rockstar Spud. And I enjoyed that he made fun of Scott. And uh, it was yeah, it was Rockstar. It was Rockstar Spud, not just the man behind it. It was the actual Rockstar Spud. Yeah, he yeah. was. Perfect. He was into it. He was well into it, and uh, and we saw him a few days later. Actually, we went to the. Uh, we well we we got the VIP treatment this week. Oh, we did. We got uh we went uh, thanks to everybody at WrestleTalk TV. Yes, and uh, Simon Rothstein of uh, TNA Europe. Yeah, we sorted everything. We, we sorted all the interviews the and stuff. After party. Yeah, and that well actually that was thanks to uh, well Francesca Wood and Catherine Miller who were like we got plus ones. Do you want to come? Yes, we do. Blows my mind. Beautiful girls watch wrestling. I think they're the only two. Maybe maybe there's three or four other. There's you know, a couple you know, in America, but they're like I, I do the show with them on AfterBuzz TV, and they're just starting out. Oh yeah, like they're just starting out as wrestling fans, and even still, that it's I think they could leave at any moment because they're like, well, I'm not really into it. But yeah, like, they want to be into it. Mm. But in England, <laughs> it's it's seeing these lovely educated women. It's like you you like this? Well, I mean, I think. French had I had French a chance to interview them, I, that would have been the, the whole time like, really? You yeah. really like this? We were going to interview them, but it turned out we left the TNA party about four in the morning and they were all falling asleep. Um, so we <laughs> didn't. That was the summary of that story. We didn't roofie them. <laughs> Calm down, everybody. We just drove them to their homes and left them in the road. Separately. Yeah, we didn't make sure they got indoors. <laughs> um, but well, Yeah, so I think Francesca and uh, Kat are very special circumstances because... Uh, Francesca has been watching wrestling since. Well, her her favorite time of wrestling was maybe this shows how she's not the best example. Actually, was the dying days of WCW. They were her favorite days because they're so chaotic. I don't know. And her favorite wrestler that, Sting. Like she 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 goes crazy for Sting. All right, um, that's fair. Yeah, and um, yeah, and Cat has been to multiple. I think she's been to six or seven WrestleManias. She's she goes near the, She's going to this one, this WrestleMania, WrestleMania thirty. She's really into it. Yeah, she's. I've seen some of her pictures on Twitter and everybody she's meeting. Yeah, exactly. And uh, and she she's best friends with Serge, who uh, well, I mean, you met Serge at the after party. I did. I did <laughs> um, I don't even know if I can tell that story. <laughs> I, I may tell it at some point. Oh, it was, but I, I, I want to get into I, many other stories. Uh, yeah, I saw that in person, and it was just beautiful. Well, I took photos, and they if they're not posted already, they will be posted. I think they're on your phone, yep. or are they on, they're on your, no, they're, I think they're on your phone. 
Or maybe cats as well. Cat, cats uh, camera as well. Like yeah. I know, but, I know you have some photos of me. It's it's everybody. Yeah. Like I have photos of you. Yeah, we all yeah. Have. And uh, and yeah, and Scott comes to me like, take the picture, and then pretend it didn't take and take another one. And mm-hmm. I was like, okay, you guys will see why. You'll see why. You'll see why. But Serge is really a really really nice guy mm-hmm. who, uh, mm-hmm. if not a little eccentric. Yeah, he's he's a little eccentric, but that was fun. That was yeah. a lot of fun. And the, the best bit was, it was we were looking at his scarf. He, he looked really Alberto Del Rio. He did. He was he had like a scarf, on, and we were looking at the scarf, and and it's like, and Cat went, "Oh, it's a really nice scarf." He was like, "Did you like? Is that a Jeff Hardy scarf?" He's like, "Yeah, I send one to you to Cat." And then we were like, oh, "Okay." Yeah, we both kind of went like, "Yeah, we like it," and then being ignored by the, <laughs> because it is a pretty girl that he's talking to, <laughs> as was the theme of the night. Yeah, you had um, to you had to say something really interesting to talk. To talk to wrestlers because wrestlers don't want to talk to dudes. Except, I got the lovely surprise twice of two of my friends debuting on T- on TNA in Wembley. I was like, "What? True." Well, first it was no. In Man- well, first in Manchester. Yeah, first in Manchester. We're sitting there, and uh, a uh, very good friend of mine, the uh, alpha female, mm-hmm. uh, charges out. And I don't know if this is aired on TV. So, spoiler alert: just skip forward about thirty seconds if you haven't heard it. Yeah. Um, Alpha female charges out and attacks Velvet Sky. And I'm like, everyone else is like, boo! And I'm like, that's my friend! That's my friend! And I'm pointing <laughs> at the ring really excited. Um, and then the next night, we're um, we're at Wembley. And uh, EC3, who uh, is, uh, I've got on record, my second favorite wrestler in TNA, just behind Spud. I can't wait till you say that to him. On your interview. Oh, I'm going to, yeah. I, You're Scott, my second. Unfortunately, favorite. Scott is leaving a day after I've secured an interview of EC3. Or day before, rather. True. So uh, so that's going to be an exclusive on the Damn Good Wrestling Podcast. There's a little plug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so uh, he's he's out there and he says, oh, and it's one of your own. And then Doug Williams comes out, who has in recent months becomes quite a good friend. And I was like, oh, it's Doug. Actually, me and Kat. And Francesca all did that because whenever... You guys flipped your shit. We did, well, because every time we go to Progress Wrestling, which uh, we'll probably go into shortly, mm-hmm. um, he's there, and we meet up with him afterwards, have a drink and stuff, and it's great. And then you get a few random fans, such as Andy. Hello, Andy. Uh, come, and t- come and just sit down and talk at you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's a lovely chap, really. Um but yeah, and so me, me and Kat and Francesca were going balmy when he came out. As was everybody else, actually. He got a really good reaction in Wembley. Yeah. Well, he's a, he's a countryman. Well, yeah. And it was a surprise countryman. And he's, yeah, great. Awesome. Didn't last long, which eh, was unfortunate. He got his shit in, though. Well, except for the German suplex, obviously. Yeah, it was just unfortunate that I was like, oh, I, I would have liked to have seen more out of that match and to have the crowd rally behind him. Yeah. But that was quick. But yeah, and uh, oh, that was another thing I wanted to say to Serge. I got to thank Serge for writing Ethan Carter's theme, because I, and Scott can attest to this, I have been annoying everybody by just wandering around going trouble, 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 trouble. The only one I like you as much as that. You haven't made a shirt out of it yet. I haven't. I probably should. That's a great idea. I'll get onto my shirt, guy. I get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, apart from that, the only uh, the other song of TNA that. Um, I really like now, but not for the right reasons. It's Gunners, because right. So um, go, just go onto YouTube now, find Gunners theme, and hit play. Okay, and then just play it as I'm doing this. Gunner, 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 and 
When in doubt for a wrestler's theme in TNA, yeah. when there's no lyrics and it's just very generic, you just channel on uh, the guy's name and put it in there and break up the timing of it. And it was perfect. Like, yeah. We, we were writing themes all night. Yeah, I suppose I don't, I don't always realize my sphere of influence because I'm like, oh, I'm just a Facebook page. It's not that amazing. And then people, people come up and say, are you wrestling memes? I'm like, yeah, how do you know me? Because you're wearing your T-shirt out in public. I, at the time, I had a hoodie on. And when we were at the, at yeah, the, when at we the were famous the, cock? No, the famous cock. That, oh, no, that was because, yeah, that was Andy. Well. Oh, he, he likes the names of the pubs, too, because they have penis jokes in it. You guys love the cock over here. The famous cock. Well, they, The most that, famous cock. And then you got a cock in the neighborhood. Do we? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, we do. It's up the road. It's not a very nice yeah. pub. Yeah, it's a pretty big yeah, cock. We go, we go to the orange tree. Much nicer. No penises. Yeah. Um, you Have you ever considered like trying to shape someone's career in some way or giving them a boost on purpose like taking one guy as an experiment you know somebody that you kind of like or you do really like and they don't get enough credit as is and you're like i'm going to create this affection because you created affection for heath slater when yeah, probably well, most don't care i think i do it more in england because like fandangoing in england super over mm-hmm. heath slater super over again got three mb chance the last time he was over mm-hmm. um uh, yeah, I seem to have more of an influence in England than I do in the U.S. I want to brainstorm with you mm-hmm. for a guy that the night after WrestleMania, like leading up to then, and then the night after WrestleMania is the next Daniel Bryan, as it were. Or, okay. Or like a Heath Slater. Right, so last, Somewhere in so, between those levels of like the super mega guy or the guy that everybody secretly goes, I like Heath Slater now. And if you were to ask him, why? What kind of wrestling memes you <laughs> And the Kurt Dirks interview from a yeah. long time ago. But, you know, those two things. Um, so yeah, so last year it was um, Fandango. Mm-hmm. So this year, I mean, there's, just a, looking, there's a lot I'll, of guys. Well, we've in got the, the Xbox paused at the moment, just looking at the list of wrestlers on there. We do, and we could. I'll throw out a couple names. All right, all right I cool. think I'll, I'll throw out a couple names. Some guys are already liked as it is, but even more reason to like them. Okay. What about a staple on our show, Jack Swagger? I prefer him on your show. Okay. Okay. If That's it was going to be one of those two, one of the tag team, it would be Antonio Cesaro every time. What about Antonio Cesaro? Who's going to be next? Uh, he could be, but I don't. Uh, Cesaro is not memeable, is what I've learned. He's not memeable. What makes Cesaro no. not memeable? I think it's a fact that you can't really make fun of him. Well, you probably could, but does I it, I tend to not want to make be make fun of or enhance. Yeah, it, like, I tend to like to prefer to make a meme that enhances rather than insults. Right. That's why I never promote. You know, everyone like oh TNA oh well, that must be a Photoshop thing because the crowd's there or something. Right, right. I right, hate right. those kind of jokes. It's just it's just being mean for the sake of being mean. I I mean occasionally I'll you know I'll poke a little fun, but I try not to make something that will upset somebody. If I think that'll upset somebody, I'm like no, I don't. I won't do that. Um, and yeah, like. With with somebody like Antonio Cesaro, he's so like straight laced and stuff. Like there are things you can do, like Photoshop somebody out and Photoshop it in or something. Mm-hmm. But him specifically isn't a memeable person, which is probably a good thing. Okay. For considering his character, I mean, you know, we the people jokes, things like that. But sure. Yeah. Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, you see, I he'll get there on his own. He doesn't need my help, assuming he can get over the politics. But. Yeah, doesn't he? I mean, doesn't that extra bit of... Did you see the like, promo cut like, I, I two did, days ago? I did, that I was did. amazing. I saw that you posted it. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was amazing. And that is exactly why Dolph Ziggler does not need my help. At all. It needs to be somebody right. in the lower card who's getting no attention. Like, 
Yoshi, uh, Steve will go crazy for this. Yoshitatsu. Um, I'm sorry to disappoint you, Steve, but I'm not a big Yoshitatsu fan. What better way to become a fan yeah. than to start well, memeing him? The thing was, like, I liked... No, I didn't like him. He was fine. He was fine. Sure. And then he was on NXT... And he came out with a new warrior gimmick, which looked awesome. Mm-hmm. And was, and he, but then he came out to still to do, 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 his really happy music. I was like, this is just, this is wrong. He needs like badass, badass Japanese. I've been around you too long. Yeah. Badass Japanese. Yoshitatsu need, needs to have that face paint and the warrior mask. He needs badass Japanese music and he needs to just kick people okay. if they want to. Ma- if they want to make him awesome, him coming out and smiling to that music won't won't do anything for me. Perfectly fine as a wrestler, just the character is wrong. Okay. Um, but I have had a thought of who I've actually done this to by accident. Uh, and it's quite funny because now he's got a new gimmick. Uh, Hunico. Um, right. I started making the, He came out and everyone could. I was like, I'd just done something, some sort of meme with Hunico or something in it where he happened to be in the picture. Sinkara comes out. I'm like, that's definitely Hunico. Mm. And I you know, went online quickly. I was like, right, I found Hunico. Here's Hunico. Um, and I started making a joke that everybody. In the WWE was being portrayed by Hunico, right? And it's gotten over huge. Mm-hmm. Everyone loved it, um, and I think you know Hunico, you know, decent wrestler. I mean, yeah, but he wasn't really, you know, that that random Latin that Latino gang member gimmick just doesn't play well for me. I don't think, and now people are seem to be getting behind Hunico because I've been making or because the meme about him has become popular, right? Like when it t- takes a life of its own, that's when you know that you've sort of gotten them more over. Right. But I mean, I, again, I don't think my sphere of influence is that big, but I, I help along the way. I don't. What's the number of Facebook likes? Um, seventy-five thousand ish. What's the number of Twitter followers? Uh, twenty-one thousand ish. Okay, you're wrong. <laughs> so. So there's that. Okay. I just don't feel like I am well... Well, I know I'm well known. I know people know who I am. Jerry Morash knows who you are. Yeah, he does, but... People are I just aware don't, of what it is. I just Memes don't, are passed around. Like, yeah. That's the whole idea of a meme. I know, like, that's why I stick the watermark on there, so people come back and like it. Exactly. But so that's I what just, I mean. It's like, you... I, I say we put we have the experiment happen. Seamus. What about Seamus? Well, he's kind of a main eventer anyway, so you wouldn't really be able to tell. Okay. It has to be somebody who's in the lower card. Zach Ryder. Like, no, no, he's he's dead and buried. Ryback. I don't want him. <laughs> Curtis Axel. I really don't want him. Titus O'Neil. He's about to get a push. He could get a bigger push. How about... Darren Young. I pick... R-Truth. No. Xavier I don't Rose. want any of these guys to get pushed. I don't want them to not get pushes. I just... See, look at you. Look at you! You are now I'm the thinking. creative in the back of like I don't want that guy getting no, over. It's I don't not want that. This you are now it's the not, tyrant. It's not that I dislike the backstage them. Tyrant I'm just trying to think of somebody who is a lower card guy who I could make a joke about that isn't insulting them and would be popular. Mrs. Dad. I don't think he's working for the WWE, but I do Mrs. Dads all the time. I love Mrs. Dad. We do too. As does Gregory Iron, who is. Uh, I want him uh, on the show. Oh, you know, Gregory Iron would be a perfect example. But he doesn't work for the WWE, unfortunately. Um, um, Michael Cole. I make Cole memes all the time. Sure, but... Have you downloaded the WWE app? Yes, but... You know, I think I I helped with that. 
make, have you, uh, making loads of have you downloaded the WWE app means, but I mean, it wouldn't come uh, anyway. But um, I think I helped push that along to the point where they're like, yes, we know he plugs the app all the time. Yes. Um, well, I don't. You, you're the one saying no to all these you see, guys. You don't that's want the thing. Any of these no, people. It, it's kind of sweet tea tensai. Oh dear lord, no. It, but no, you see, this is the thing. It's like it. I don't. I don't pick the wrestler. The wrestler picks me. It's like the magic of superhero films and things like that. I can't remember what film I'm thinking of now where somebody chooses them instead of them choosing them. Green Lantern? Green Lantern. The ring chose him. Okay. There you go. It's like Green Lantern. I need somebody to choose me and I'm like, yes, they will do a good thing. So like the, the one the, one of the guys that I, I, I'm quite liking in NXT, even though he hasn't done much at the moment, is Sawyer Fulton, who you probably haven't heard of because he doesn't do much in NXT. But I'm liking him purely because he's always tweeting me. I'm like, yeah, NXT guy. And but I still need to see what he does. But I'm a I'm a Sawyer Fulton guy at the moment. You haven't even seen him. I, I, I think it's I saw. He was a lumberjack. So was William Regal. And I love William Regal. <laughs> I'd love to have I him just on my podcast. I don't know what that means. Like, was a lumberjack. <laughs> so was Michael Palin singing about it. Exactly. Wait, what? Monty Python, come on now. Oh, right. I, I was confused about what you were talking about, William Regal, and then you were on to Monty Python. Well, yeah, I'm just referencing lumberjacks. Well, All right, so there's... The, <laughs> I, I would love to see it. I would love to see you pick a guy and, and meme him to popularity post-WrestleMania, but you say it won't happen. No, I'm not they saying it won't happen. You. I'm just saying I don't know who it will be until that moment strikes where I'm like, that's the one. That's that's what that's the way it happens. All like right. He, it was the same that's, with Heath Slayer. I just randomly one day made a joke that was instead of hate is gonna hate, it was slate is gonna slate, and that was when I only had about three or four thousand people like my page, mm -hmm. and that just took off to the point where everyone was, I was like, yeah, yeah, and then I started liking Heath more and more when he was losing to legends every week in the build up to Raw. I was right. like, yes, 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 and then I was telling people they couldn't, and people were like oh, they really hated him. Like, no, he's terrible. I was like. Do you not understand that he's pissing you off on purpose? This is the entire point. It's supposed to be annoying. <laughs> and people just... The internet does not get it. They just... There's a difference between not liking someone because you're like, oh, he's just kind of boring. And not liking him because, oh, he annoys me. Yeah. That's the point. I have been here observing. And... I've been guiding you. You've been guiding me through British wrestling shows. And I've been fascinated more so with the crowds. And the reactions to these shows and just the types of people that watch. I actually talked with Mr. Anderson a little bit about it as oh, well. Oh, yeah. Um, Anderson! Sorry, I had to do that. Sure you did. Yeah. Um, yeah so you, I was just looking at the spike peak on the recording yeah, we picked, just did you then. You picked it yourself. <laughs> um, why, what, what's the difference? What, what is it about British crowds and American crowds that are so different for wrestling? Um... I think, well, actually, I think Rockstar Spud kind of uh, said it well. England is relatively a small place, mm -hmm. and because of that, there's a lot more. There's a set, like there's a huge amount of talent in such a small space that you know when you go to the wrestling show, it's going to be amazing. Almost, well, the big sh the big shows like your Rev Pros, your Progresses, your uh, PCWs, your ICWs, all those are without a doubt going to be great just because of who's on the card no matter what happens no matter what the storylines you know you're going to be entertained and I, and the british audience reacts well to that i think I, th I think that's the reason and obviously we get quite drunk and, and yell things which is always fun true but i think that's universal 
Yeah, but maybe more so in England, especially Scotland. <laughs> yeah, there. <laughs> um, but that's a whole nother kettle of fish. Sorry, uh, Scotland. So, right now the boom seems to be here. The it, boom. It is... seems like it's on. It's it, the, the wave is going up. Yeah. What caused the boom here, though? I think it was just it was a like initially wrestling like um, it died after uh, the world of sport era. It died for a while, mm-hmm. and um, in fact, Alex Shane, who uh, guest of the podcast, yes. uh, um, I don't know if he'll have been on it yet or not, but he basically took the American style because the problem was it was just it was a world of sports style. It was very old fashioned, and that is circa yeah, it's like two. It's um. 1980 well it finished in 1990 i think okay but it was very outdated at that time it was like it was people like um rollable rocco um big daddy giant haystacks people like that and it was a very it was like it was an 80s style of wrestling but it was very it was a lot harder in england mm-hmm. like stiffer i think um but it didn't it didn't go over well and what alex did was he brought like all these americans over to England, and he brought over the English style, uh, the American style, to England, right. like more glitz, more glamour, but kept the, the like the basis of what world of sport was. But you know, he just gave it a bit of a kick, and that, uh, that made that gave wrestling a little boom. Then, like he he got a um, he had a show called British Uprising, which uh, sold three thousand tickets, and that was that was you know that was um oh, it was, I don't know if it, oh, it was International Showdown, sorry, and I think on that show he wrestled Mick Foley. And there were a few, you know, there were American names in there, but they were also English guys. Sure. And they were kind of the basis for the, basically the reboot of English wrestling. And, you know, in 10, 10 12 years, maybe even a bit longer, because of that, these guys have come up. I mean, Rockstar Spud was a perfect example. Uh, when Alex was running the FWA, this is in 2003 or four or something, Rockstar Spud was just a tiny little guy called Spud, had, you know, not really much character, but he could wrestle. And he, along with a lot of other people, grew uh, all together like through the years and now he's you know he's come to be at the pinnacle of where he is now in in impact wrestling and doing a great job of it mm-hmm. um and it's the same for all these english guys but they just they're not being that we've got such great talent but there's so many of them the you know the american companies they like them but uh, it, it's, it's the same with english companies we want two or three american guys on our show we want it mainly english it's the same way in america they want two or three english guys not really more or, and it, that's the only reason that we've kept the talent we have, and there's no like major promotion that's dominant. Like no, nobody's specifically Isn't on that TV. A global. Yeah, it's all it's all very territory. It's a territory system basically. Sure. Um, I mean, a lot of the talent shared. Now it's by country rather than. Yeah, um, and, like, I mean, there's state, and then like there's here. like a smaller territory system. It, like in England, you got like your various places, but I mean, um, the wrestlers go to every promotion. They just kind of it's kind of a, a rolling sort of thing. That who's going to appear where. And then you stick a couple of American guys in there, or, or Jap- Japanese guys, or whoever. And yeah, because of that, we've got world-class talent constantly, and they're not getting the, sh- the showcase they deserve. But it's great for us because you know we go to progress, and there's 400 people packed into a tiny room, all going insane for this right. wrestling event, and it gets such a good atmosphere that you can't help but get excited. Whereas maybe in America, you can go and watch a an equally good card, and 12 people will turn up to a high school gym. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that's the difference. We we go. I mean, I go to uh, indie wrestling about once a month, once or twice a month now, because it's just it's so accessible, and they make you want to come back. 
And I, I don't think that the American indies, or at least a lot of them, do that same thing because you know they have to fly whoever from where, and they can get one or two good names. But the English card is just this guy, this guy, this guy. Like every guy is a top guy in England, right? And it, it just it, it kind of rotates around the card, and that's my my lecture on England. <laughs> well, speaking of top guys in England. I've been wanting to ask this question since I landed. Yeah. Oh, is this the one you've been saving from me this that you wouldn't tell me? This is the one I've been me? saving, yeah. I wouldn't okay. tell you. You're a proud countryman. Yes. You, throughout the, the entire time that you've allowed me to be a guest in your home and in your country, which I'm very grateful for. Yes. And show me around. Um, you take a lot of pride in your country. And uh, I suppose in, so. In your wrestlers. Well, you're in always, the wrestlers, you're, yes. You're always saying, you know, English. Like, no, this is proper English. Like, no, this is wrong. You don't have that in America. Like, it's, <laughs> I was just surprised you didn't have mashed potato. No, but there's certain things that you, you know, it's what we yeah. do is incorrect. What you do is correct. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, your British world champion, the first ever British world champion, is Magnus your world champion? I don't know. Well, I suppose he. Like, I was very happy he won, and I, I. But I think the weird thing was I was more happy that Spud helped him win it. Like, Magnus is like my first introduction to Magnus was when he was on our version of Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was like a reboot of it, and he was called Oblivion. So the first time he comes to TNA, I'm like, oh, that's 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 Oblivion. Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And I was, you know, I was I was happy he was there, but, um, and. I, you know, TNA actually giving them us the opportunity to have an English world champion. The only thing that maybe not soured it, but it would have been nice for the first English champion to be a good. You know, he, he comes out. He came out in Manchester and Wembley, heavily booed. Yes. It would have been nice for him to come out as the first ever champion for England and be cheered. But I mean, that shows how good work he's doing as a heel. But did let, you boo him? I think I did. I was like, kind of like, yeah, you did at Manchester. I did at Manchester. Did you at Wembley? Uh, I think oh, I was, I was half curve. and half. Like I was on, I was on the other side, so I couldn't. Oh yeah, I, I was a row forward because of our lovely seating. Right. Um, did the girls boo? Yes, they booed. I think no, well, they half cheered, half. It was the same. I mean, we were all half cheering, half booing. Okay. But like, uh, yeah, obviously, when somebody like Doug Williams came out, we loved it. And, uh, sure, because he was he was a good guy. He was a good guy. And uh, uh, disappointed you're, not to see Rockstar Spud there, but we did see him at the after party. You're booing your own British champion. Yeah, but you boo Americans all the time. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Share every single one of them. I liked, my favourite part actually was every time um, Magnus would, or anyone even, would insult England and say America was better. I'd just look back to you and you'd be like, yeah, damn right. Yeah, he's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> I liked it. I almost whipped out my passport and like, hey, everybody, <laughs> I can, I can uh, vouch for this. Yeah. This is all true. But yeah, yeah, he, he's... I see him as the wait. Well, the first inch world champion. There's no, like there were a couple in NWA, but at that time they weren't. Re- it wasn't really that big. Sure. Um, I mean, you know, my world champion's Jimmy Havoc, but he's a cunt. He's not yes. really. He's lovely, mm. but but in character, bastard. If he, he did an interview with me, he wouldn't have been one. No. Well, but he had to go to the hospital because he hurt himself. Bastard. So, who's the next British guy you want to see make it big? Um, for the for the world, basically. Well, I would say Spud, but who, I think he's already there. Okay, yeah, sure. Who's the next British guy, and what company do you want to see that guy go to? Um, or girl. Um, you know what? Jimmy Havoc is right up there. He's a really good wrestler, and as, you, as you've seen, he's a very, very good bad guy. He is. Where would you put um, him? 
I'd put him in TNA. Okay. Um, I'd have him come in as a good guy initially. Uh, just you know, have those crazy matches, become a fan favorite, and then bam, bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then he could go back to his emo look that he's got at the moment. <laughs> um, uh, what? Who else would it? Oh, you know, I'd love Grado to make it because I don't know. Grado? I don't know if he translates well, but uh, in England. I mean, I showed you the entrance video yes. of Grado. He comes out... This is this is an example of Grado. Um, he comes out to Madonna's Like a Prayer. That is his entrance scene. Mm-hmm. And then in the entrance scene, he'll do CM Punk's clobbering time. He'll do right. the rocks... Um, he'll do the rocks, like, arm On thing the with, the, like with the title. But, his... but instead, he uses a bum bag. Which um, is a fanny pack for yeah. us. Um, and, uh, yeah, and like in the, he's just... He's really, really funny. Like, uh, we went to a Rev Pro show, which is... Um, and they're quite and big. In, uh, Dutch. It's an ass satchel. An so. ass. Oh, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we went to a Rev Pro show, and and Grado uh, has started teaming with Colt Cabana over here because they've become a really popular tag team, mm-hmm. and they are so so good to get like they gelled perfectly, and I mean Spud has said the same thing. He wants Grado to come over, um, and it's he's he's yeah he's just he's got he's got you know a wrestler's got it, and Grado has that. Uh, that's not my phone turned off. Um, Grado has that uh, that it factor that makes you want to see him again. I mean, he's it's not that he's like the greatest wrestler ever. That he's just, I mean, it's not bad. Don't get me wrong, but it's that he can he can tell a story in the ring, which is sure. the most important thing. And he's very he's a very funny guy. He's very good, and I would love to see him make it. Where would you put him? Um, probably TNA again because I don't think the WWE would use him right. Okay. And you know, if you haven't seen Grado. Um, just go online, uh, I think it's probably on YouTube, and search for, uh, I think it's Vice the British Wrestler. Okay. And it's the story of Grado trying to get booked in uh, ICW in Scotland. And it's re- it's like a 40, 45 minute documentary, and it's really, really good, and it will make you a fan of Grado for life. So there's my recommendation. NXTs. NXTs. What's your favourite show you made so far? Um... <laughs> I was trying to think. Not of... paying the licensing for that song. La 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 la. Enjoy. Um, I can't think of any T-shirt. What am I wearing now? Oh, this is a good one. Twice in a lifetime. This is a good one. Twice in a lifetime, as worn by Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did really like this one around WrestleMania season, and we released it a bit early because we were like, we were certain it was going to happen, and we got all the guys going, "No, you're never. It's not going to happen. You've released the shirt. Why would I order this now?" And uh, by the time it was confirmed, I just wrote. See and posted a picture of uh, Darth Vader doing a chokehold, and it was like you were misled. Or so. I can't remember what his thing that he says now is, but it was it was good. I stuff. am your father. I am your father. That was mm-hmm. the line, and they got it. Um, <laughs> yeah, twice in a lifetime was good. I really like the Fandango one, um, but the one I probably wear most is my Slater's gonna slate T-shirt. Right with the rock star lettering. Yeah. The, uh, the the not ACDC letter no Linda's not the Linda Skinner and not the Hulk Hogan lettering right the Heath Slater lettering and the generic lettering how many do you have in the pipeline um well we do we release one every seven days right so um we watch it seems like you gotta stock them up though right well we watch Raw and then based on what we've seen on Raw we go maybe we should do this and then I get Kev my t-shirt guy to uh, design it up and he posts it online and I share it Okay. So that's how that works. And so yeah, so we, we literally come up with these on the fly so they can be as current as possible. And then like we've got one planned, which is very secret at the moment, for uh, for WrestleMania, but that one will actually be released through Squared Circle Ringwear. Where it's a little different. I'll get to know all yeah. fair, right? Yes, you will. Okay. I think I've already told you actually. 
Oh my god, who is who is texting me? I can't remember. I was trying to come up with t-shirt ideas all week. Oh, it's uh, Joel Ross of WrestleTalk TV annoying ah. me. There we go. Um, yeah, well, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So, so our WrestleMania one we'll, we usually do through Squared Circle Ringwear. NXTs is like the child of NXTs of uh, Squared Circle Ringwear, rather. Right. Um, because it's run by the same guy, and we, we were doing t-shirts through there, but the difference with those is we do them, people would pre-order them, and then they'd all get printed to um, to whatever the number was and sold. Whereas with NXTs, it's just printed for the number. We just give it to a t-shirt company and they print it. Right. So, um, so yeah. So if we think, oh, that would be a good t-shirt, we'll release it on N- on uh, Squared Circle Ringwear rather than NXTs. This is why I try and get Steven on, is doing the t-shirt. Yeah, make a t-shirt, Steve. I will buy one. I promise. Really? Maybe. It's got to be good, though. It can't just say curtain jerks in Comic Sans. Well, oh, damn it. <laughs> Ruined our ideas. Yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing that you've managed to be on the outside, get on the inside, and turn a profit. Because yeah. that's got to be very hard. I mean, I know it's very hard. I've yeah. been trying to do it in weird little ways here and there. Because you and I both provide content. constantly content, but we do it for free. Because yeah. we also love wrestling, but we're not going to get in the yeah, ring. Yeah, I only did it for fun in the first place. Yeah, we're, we're not going to get in the ring. We're not I have taken take one bumps. bump, though. You've taken one. Uh, because Alex Shane made me. And, and it hurt. And I might have to, depending on uh, a web series that I'm, that I'm working on. <laughs> oh, you on. tell me about this one. I think you should definitely do it. I, I want to, but I know I'll be taking way more bumps than you have. <laughs> <laughs> it was not comfortable. And those rings are quite padded. It was not comfortable. Well, uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I look forward to it and I dread it at the same time. But we don't ask for a lot out in the open yeah like we behind closed doors we're like fucking give us some money (laughs) yeah let let us continue this love that we do and we we try and make it happen but for you you've managed to do it yeah it's happening yeah i don't i don't make it no no i don't make a ton of money but think about what indie guys get you know they get the 30 dollars per show they're getting the gas money they're getting this that yeah like that, and essentially is is where you're getting. You're getting to go yeah, I to these so. I mean, after, but yeah, the, that, uh, the the big after parties. Yeah, the big perk from doing all this, like the Wrestle Talk TV stuff, these podcasts, all the interviews, is like I get. I don't make much money specifically. You know, maybe I will make fifty, hundred quid a month, which you know it's nice. I can you know I can yeah. buy a new game with that, or buy electricity, or buy food, <laughs> um, sure. buy rent. Um, but. Um, Aside from that, it's just like, uh, I was like, oh, do you want to come to TNA? Or do you want to come to this WWE show? And Perks. Go away, Joel Ross. I'm putting my phone on mute. There we go. Yeah, that's what helps. Unless Joel Ross has been banished. Where you just yell at it like that. Yeah. Um, Joel Ross has now been banished. Um, and yet, so I've completely forgotten what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> that you talk about, you get a lot of money. Oh, yeah, yeah. For... So, yeah, I get the account, like... Uh, for example, with WrestleTalk TV, the Jim Cornette tour's coming up. Yes. And I just got an email today, like, uh, oh, which shows do you want to go to? Do you want to help out? Do you want to do this? Do you want to do that? Um, like, uh, Alpha Female is a perfect example. She made her debut at TNA. And a year ago, I drove her to, I mean, she's a good friend of mine, and I drove her to a tryout. Mm-hmm. And, and, I just, and I was just completely caught off guard when she debuted uh debuted at tna but it was just it's just you know all these little things like I, access you're you're yeah, in the you're I in get the to, community yeah of, we went, yeah exactly and I, i've made a lot of random friends across the world such as you scott like this the only crazy, reason man. we know each other is because i one day sent scott a message saying hey do you fancy uh making fun of some of my memes on your show and in return i'll share it on my page yeah yeah and i was like all right 
you, I think you had said we could help each other out, and I, yeah. I remember turning to Steve going like, I don't know what I can do for that guy. <laughs> like, well, look at his numbers. No, but it was just because I, I was in the Maldives at the time, working in the Maldives as a journalist, and mm -hmm. I had a couple of days where it was, it was a startup paper, so nothing had happened. I was waiting for them just to give me the go-ahead, and I was sitting in an office with nothing but the internet, so I was like, Oh, let's see what podcasts are here for wrestling. Comedy wrestling. Let's have a look. For, oh, this will work. And as we and, found out, I don't know how the fuck you found this. <laughs> yeah, we tried to find it, but we could not. Uh, change it to wrestling, whoever is oh editing. The, yeah. We, we tried. We looked at it on iTunes to see like, <laughs> how Tom found the podcast, the Curtain Dirks. Trying all these search terms is like, we don't show up. But you know what? If you search TNA, you're about number five for some reason. It's, it's, it's weird. <laughs> if you search Funkasaurus, we're like number two or one. Um, but yeah, so then I was, I was in this it's random office in the Maldives, just me alone and I listened to about 30 or 40 curtain jerks in a row I went a little insane but I was like these guys need to be, how are these guys not heard more um, and that's why I went to, I was like well let me, I'll promote you if you just say hello to my show and I'll promote you and like in general I hate when a page just comes to you and says S4S question mark right? because if it's got something where that you means can, shit for sandwich yeah exactly, shit for sandwich um, sub for sub, yeah or share for share, and um, oh, share for well, share. I, okay. there's a couple of ones, but those I absolutely cannot stand. I immediately delete them. But if it's something where it's like, what you do will be a benefit to the thing you're sharing. Like if you're not just going, oh, look at this and look well, at that. What's the dialogue? Like, started. Okay. Like, hey man, I really like your stuff. Well, for example, I started at the same time as Kayfabe News, mm -hmm. and he didn't ask me for a share for share. I just was like, this is awesome this is fucking awesome stuff and i started sharing it and he in return started sharing it and now because of that like i've spoken to him online and we've become like online friends so to speak and we've done we've done a podcast together mm -hmm. and stuff like that and i've made all these random contacts in the world just through going oh you know what maybe i could make a wrestling page maybe i'm funny i don't know and i've made all these yeah these absolutely insane contacts that uh, one day i'm sure will become of great benefit for, well they already have become a great benefit to me um it surprises so, yeah. me because I feel if I reach out to a lot of these people, it, it's the sub for sub feeling no matter what. Yeah, I, I whenever it's that, I try and make it as not that as possible because I just, I hate that so much. I, I always want to say, if you do this, we can do this together or something, or we can do that. Or not, we just plug my page and I'll plug your page. Because no, that just annoys me on Facebook. When a page is just constantly, like this page, like this page, CM Punk's greatest fans or... It's just, I don't care. Why would I care? Why would I care that you're a fake WWE Universe page? I don't know. Exactly. Exactly. But we all have the but, love for wrestling. It's just... Exactly. But then I find something that's like... Uh, I just come across something random. Like somebody put... Oh, Dolan Wrestling Forum. I love Dolan. Let's have a look. Oh, that's really funny. Mm -hmm. Share that. And then they, they get a load of likes. And then I, you know, I keep them in my radar and help them. Like, if you're a deserving page, I have no problem sharing your content just as mm -hmm. long as it's sharing your content not just going like this page right yeah yeah the and it's the same thing with curtain jerks if I, if I just, it's like that's fucking funny listen to this podcast you will be entertained i guarantee it it's that kind of thing and then we meet a guy in a pub who's like i've, I've heard of it yeah oh that's quite good because they don't they, they they won't click play but i'm i am always grateful you've been you've been i can't even put it into words you've been so kind with all of your uh sharing of you know putting us on your page tweeting about us retweeting um giving the invite for me to come 
to England to stay in your flat. Cause I wasn't doing anything. I was like, well, I he was mean, like, I might go to say, well, I've got a spare bed. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah. And it, I mean, you don't have to do that. You, you had no reason to do that. No, you did it out of kindness, out of a fellow wrestling fan. And you knew that, like, Hey, well, yeah, we can talk wrestling. Yeah, exactly. shows. Well, I was like, I, I was like, well, if he comes, I'll have a good time. I know I will. So, and it just proved it's worked. So and I had fun too. And yeah. it, it is, in our sense, like as we're hanging out in the after party for TNA, and I'm mm. talking to some of these guys about the fraternity, and mm. it's you know I, I talked to Mr. Anderson about Cole Cabana's podcast, and I said, like, yeah, that's easy for you guys because in that setting, it's the fraternity. Right away, you can sit down and and everything's relaxed because you're you know you're of the same club. Like, yeah, you are all running in the same circles, which, and our instance it's kind of what we do like it's yeah. our version of it it's... well that's the exact thing i have with like when i did the kayfabe news guy colin hunter's interview i was like i was it took one minute and we were chatting away like we'd known each other for years just yeah. because we're, we're all it's all this like internet intermingled circles like you've got hillbook and you got you know you've got a load of pages like that where it's just i talk to these guys online now and i've i've never met them in person and yeah, it's, it, I, hear, I love and it. I hear you do it on your podcast, and it, and it blows me away because I think like, oh yeah, they they can know each other, but man, no, we're we're small potatoes. Like I don't want to bother any of them. <laughs> but occasionally, I'll have talked to somebody. Like I yeah. remember, where's Randy Savage had reached out because he was in town for SummerSlam, and we never got to 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 talk in person. But it was like, a, yeah, I know you. I go, really? <laughs> How are you aware of us? See, like, that's what I do. Really. That's what I do. Where's Randy Savage? Yeah, I do the exact same thing. I just, I don't know, I just look at myself as a small potato. Well, you're a bigger potato than you think. How dare you! <laughs> God, you ordered so many fucking chips. Oh, uh, no, we went for, we went for fish and chips, because, you know, Scott's got to have all the English things. I do. And I brought them back to him. And this was a small chips. And that he was, was a small? Yeah, they give you loads of chips. And it's, like, most English meals are normally portion size-wise. But when they give you fish and chips, you get a shitload of chips. Yeah, this this was an American. I mean, I can still serving. see half your chips on the plate. Yeah, I ate a lot of them. Yeah, and I didn't even finish them. Oh, and I'm yeah. English, so. But yeah. Well, speaking of a lot of servings, give them the huge amount of servings of where they can get everything that you got. Uh, Layfieldreport.com. I gotta uh, go on there. I gotta click. You do. So click on there. What do they yeah. do? They click on it. They like it. No, they just click, well, I, I, I'll tweet bottom? it out, I'll put it on Facebook, they just share that, and then more people watch it, uh, or click, look at it, and that means I get Mo Money from JB Lay. Okay. JB Lay. JBL. That's weird. JB Lay. JB Lay. <laughs> weird Puerto Rican chant you made for him. <laughs> That's for LJB Lay. Mm-hmm. Coming soon. Um, yeah, so, uh, Layford Report, um... Mm-hmm. We got nxts.com, nxtes.com. Uh, new t-shirt every week. New t-shirt, yes. Every Monday, Tuesday-ish when we get our act together and make a t-shirt. My favorite um, one, I got to tell you, my favorite one, the Gold Dust Jason Voorhees one. Oh, I've got that. I, I, I was like specifically like, I want something for Halloween because I was going to the Challenge TV Halloween party. I was mm-hmm. like, I want a wrestling thing because I'm with WrestleTalk TV and I want a Halloween thing. And I was looking for this thing. I was like, what if we put wrestlers face Gold Dust? Jason Voorhees. That one's amazing. Yeah, uh, actually, originally it was going to be Michael Myers, but then we decided Jason Voorhees because Michael Myers is a bit 
pale. Yeah, it's expressionless. <laughs> yes, which is why he's scary. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I do like my gold desk tea a lot. Um, and yeah, so there's NXTs. Uh, of course, facebook.com slash wrestling memes. Uh, at wrestling underscore memes on Twitter, where I'll most Mondays stay up till 4am to tweet about Raw and then go back and look at what I've written for the next day to make memes. How pissed are you with the guy who's got wrestling memes with no underscore? I didn't want it. I, I Really? Yeah, I made it wrestling underscore memes. Really? Why? Yeah. I don't know. I just did. I was like, I want wrestling underscore memes. Oh, okay. So, I so, thought it was by like, motherfucker no, took no. my Twitter but there, handle. There is a wrestlingmemes.com which posts my stuff all the time. That is not me. Okay. Don't give that man any money. Okay. <laughs> but, uh, um... But yeah, so that's uh, that's. I think that's everything I've got. Do no. I have anything? Oh, at the Tom Anstey on Facebook as well, mm -hmm. where I sometimes post pictures and stuff. Like we, I just posted a picture well, today. You said on Facebook, you want people to friend you? No, at the Tom Anstey on Twitter. You said Facebook. No, oh, I meant Twitter. <laughs> but yeah, every Sunday on Challenge TV, uh, I'm not actually on Wrestle Talk TV. Oh, actually, I've I've made two appearances, three appearances, all for under five seconds. I, I should have told Joel my idea. I still want this to happen. Oh, I want idea. you to debut. I'll pass it on. I want you to debut on the show as the shock memester. <laughs> Just get a Star Wars helmet. Yeah, get a Star Wars It'll helmet, bust through a wall, and oh. then you're the shock memester. I'm going to pass it on to Joel. All right, that's a I great idea. This, I'll pass it on to Joel. I'm going to tweet. Um, but I, tweet I did tonight. make an appearance as Abyss. Uh, they made me wear glasses, and then uh, I had, they were looking for a replacement, quote-unquote, for uh, uh, for Francesca Wood, and I was sitting next to Pat as high as I could be with my glasses on, mm -hmm. and I looked just like uh, Joseph Park. And then Pat, Pat pushed me down. And I was like doing the abyss, the height, the height mm -hmm. thing he did, like where he was putting his hand up, um, and that was my first appearance. And then I made a couple of appearances where they were run-ins and waving at the cameras. Mm -hmm. And uh, oh, I, my ass also made an appearance when I accidentally walked in front of the camera when they were still filming, like when they do the end sequence. Um, they, you know, it, it, it blurs out, but they still show the set. Yes. And I wasn't paying attention, just wandered straight past the camera. And then I, I watched TV about a month later when I was, because uh, I tweet WrestleTalk as well. The WrestleTalk Twitter, there's me and another guy, but I do all the TV stuff. And um, I'm watching, I was like, hang on, that's my ass. <laughs> and it's blurred out on the TV. Not, I was wearing jeans and stuff, right, but not, not, not my bare ass. That would be horrific for everybody. Um, and yeah, so, so, but you know, maybe, maybe one day they'll go, hey, Tom. We've got nothing good on. Why don't you come on? Shock Meemster. Shock Meemster. Um, and yeah. the podcast. And the podcast, the damn good wrestling podcast, which uh, will be heavily featuring Scott Narva for several months because we've done five or six interviews. Um, yeah. I've somehow infiltrated your podcast <laughs> more than I think yeah. you're on it. Well, I, I think it was, we were we were just like, uh, oh yeah, we'll just do the interviews together and then work it out. And then I was looking at it and was like, well, I don't know how to cut these up. Why don't you just do a short version and then I'll release it after. <laughs> and that's how that happened. But um, but yeah, we did some good interviews and uh, some of them will have already come out on Curtain Jerks and mm -hmm. there's a few to come. And, uh, and that's available on? The internet. Podbean? Uh, yes, Podbean. I think it's Thomas Anstey or Tom Anstey at Podbean. And but iTunes. And iTunes, which is a lot easier, where you just type in the damn good wrestling podcast. Mm -hmm. And you guys will show up. And we'll show up. Because, wow. because I put it in the wrestling category. Yeah, damn it. <laughs> Competed with comedy. Yeah, fool. Well, Tom, thank you for having me in your country. Thank you for having me in your home. And thank you for being on the podcast. Thank you for having me on the podcast. Was that the end?
Yes. <laughs>
I've already talked to the authority, specifically Triple H, to let him know I am unhappy with the way things are going. Uh, are going? Are. Just are. Okay. Going. Oh, are going. Okay. Um, well, it doesn't seem to matter, right? Because you're still going to have to face... I your beg last... your pardon. Or I don't because I don't need to. But none of those were title defenses, perhaps you've noticed, week after week. Well, yeah, they're not title defenses, so I guess you're cool with losing? I mean, you still have to face Sheamus. Look, it took a lot of work on my part to make sure that none of those were title matches. All right? I've been talking to Stephanie McMahon and Triple H every day and doing chores and errands to make sure that I don't have to do any title matches until all the elimination chamber. Chores and mat Chores? What? You're doing chores? No, I didn't. I what? What do you mean you're doing chores to make sure they're not title matches? Um, no, I. What does that mean? What chores are you doing for the authority? I've been bringing fruit plates to Stephanie McMahon in her office, and I've been washing Triple H's car. Okay. And I've been. Did you soap it? No, I didn't soap it. I used a jet dry combination with soft soap. That's used to get a polish and a nice sheen all over the car. Oh, okay. That sounds nice. It's a Bentley. And uh, the license plate says H-H-H-A-A-A. Oh, oh, because he's a AAA member. Yes. I got gotcha. um, you. You also got a flat tire, and I volunteered to change it, but I didn't know how to change the tire, so I had I know to, how that goes. I had to take the tire... And get a ride to an auto parts place to get a uh, fix-a-flat foam solution. Did you get the fix-a-flat? And then I took that it to good. The, I used that recently. Yeah, I took it and put it in the tire for Triple H. Mm-hmm. At which point, uh, I then got it enough pressure in the car to drive it to a gas station to change the tire. At which point, a really dickless asshole told me that he could change the tire, but he'd have to change and wash it out from the inside because I used the fix a flat in the first place. Well, I mean, what were you going to do? The tire was flat. You had How to was I to... going to get it to the gas station? How were you going to get it to How the gas station? How was I going to get Triple H's car to the gas station? That, yeah, that's what, what are you going to tow it? That's that's, that's like much. $80. Yeah, that's $80. Well, well, I got a splinter. Tri- Maybe I'll take an ambulance. Well, but an wait. ambulance match to the emergency room. <laughs> but wait, Triple H is a Triple A member, so that would have been a free tow. It's on the license plate. I've been taking fruit plates to Stephanie Man <laughs> in her office. Do you have to do stuff for the Outlaws, the New Age Outlaws? They're they're Triple H's buddies. Yes, they're buddies, but they're not officially part of the authority. So all the things I do for them, I have to do when Triple H is around to make so he knows that I'm helping out his buddies. Well, something that hits a little close to home, you know, they they put stuff. They tried to. They tried to date rape Betty White. Well, I don't know if it was date rape. I mean, that's one interpretation. Everybody gets a little hazy about the definition of it, but if they were trying to drug her and have sex with her against her will, it was rape. Well, that could have been one thing. I looked at it as I thought they had Visine because if you put Visine in someone's drink, that makes them have diarrhea. And I thought Billy Gunn then was having diarrhea, which you know, you know all about. Pooping. Yes, when he ran back on Raw to the gorilla position, I was waiting there with my own gym bag to show Triple H that Billy Gunn could poop into my gym bag. And so he did poop in your bag? He pooped in my bag. Billy Gunn pooped in your bag. Billy Gunn, Mr. Ass, Mr. Assed my bag. (laughs) Um, And how's Betty White doing? No one date raped her, right? 
We haven't seen her since she didn't leave the arena. I'm going to I'm going to suggest it was Kane because she might have been looking Katie Vick like at that stage. All we know is that Off the Rockers premieres on Lifetime February 22nd. Why are you promoting this? Is that another <laughs> chore that you have? You have to promote Betty White's show? Two days before the WWE Network launches on February 24th. Oh my gosh. Off the Rockers premieres on Lifetime February 22nd. You don't seem excited about this show. I'm incredibly excited about this show scott narver and steve sears <laughs> this is how i get my business done and i make sure that i'm still champion going into wrestlemania okay well if you if all these losses don't matter well, what are you going to do against sheamus you're going to want to lose sheamus on one on next the next raw i don't yeah i assume so i'd like to win <laughs> but who fucking knows oh, excuse me then who uh horse feathers knows <laughs> i shouldn't be swearing <laughs> well, I don't know if you should also be using horse feathers either. Just because it sounds lame. It's incredibly lame. Um, you want to go up against Batista in a one-on-one match? No, I do not want to go up against Batista. Well, then what's your plan? My plan is I'd like to make it through WrestleMania without having to defend my belt ever. Well, do you know Jack Swagger's on a path right now? He's trying to jack everyone off. Excuse me? Jack Swagger is on a path right now. He's going to jack everyone off in the roster. I have been feeling a little bit tense. Oh, no. See, okay. Uh, all right. I don't know if it's regional or not. Uh, Jack Swagger, his his intention of jacking you off is, is throwing you off your game or taking the titles off you. Oh, like, you mean like jacking somebody off in the mouth? Well, okay. Uh, again, this might be regional. No, he, he's talking about like it's his way of winning or putting you in your place. Not actually... Uh, satisfying you to the point of where you uh, your body comes. Ah, uh, I think I understand now. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I just didn't know if you knew that. You know what? That's a great slogan. Randy Orton's going to jack you off. I think I'm going to take that to the authority. Oh, what? You're if I'm take... doing my own writing, it really gets me a lot of brownie points. You're going to take Jack Swagger's slogan? Yeah. God, that's... You, you, heel? You are the heel, sir. Am I? You are the heel. So I you think wanna... the t-shirt's going to say... Randy Orton's going to jack you off and then shit in your bag. Oh, my God. Oh, wait. You don't mean shit, right? You mean horse feathers? Yeah. Oh, I mean horse feathers. <laughs> Thanks. appreciate it. Hey, yeah, sure thing. Got your back, buddy. So, okay, so how are you going to win an elimination chamber? Cunning. Okay. Was that... Snake-like cunning. Snake-like cunning. That's it? There's no other plan? Nothing with the pod. Hopefully I won't dislocate my shoulder when I start punching the ground. I hope so, for your sake. Me too, for my sake. Because then you'll have to face Batista. With a dislocated shoulder. Mm-hmm. You're boned. Look, I'm worried about Batista. Why? I really am. They're building up that storyline with him going into Mania, and they're going to make me look so bad. He's coming for me like a freight train. He's got so much momentum coming, going into Elimination Chamber. Well. And now going after me. It's almost as if Batista's bigger than WrestleMania, you know what I mean? Well, I I mean... You Man, know. just every week, thrilling new adventures with Batista, seeing and having him say things that we've never seen him see or do before. Well, I'm a fan, but I don't know if it's been quite like that. It's been... Yes, sir, this is the biggest, most exciting return for Batista, and he's headed for me. 
your champion, Randy Orton. Well, it's not really even been acknowledged that you two are going to fight one another. Uh, it's, it's just all Yes, sir, Batista, the animal, is back in WWE, and not with a whimper, but a slightly bigger whimper. Uh, well, I mean... At least you're excited about it. I want to be. I'm excited. not excited. Oh. I'm terrified. Well, that man's okay. an animal. Yeah, he is an animal. Have you seen the storyline they've been building up? It's almost like me and him have got some real tension. Not sure about what. <laughs> I'm not sure about what either. Randy, um, if you're not done with all your chores, or hey, if you happen to be done with all your chores, you know, uh, you know, Steve and I have our cars out there if you want to want to give them a good little wash down. It was Steve's birthday recently, too. I don't know if you want to, you know. Ordinarily, I'd horse feather in both of your faces. But because I'm trying to keep up some good, the good image, I'll wash your cars, and then hopefully maybe I can relax. Well, you've used horse feathers as both fuck and shit as euphemism. Oh, my eyes are burning. Don't say those words. Well, I don't know what you mean by horse feather our faces, so I don't know if you're going to fuck our faces or maybe shit. Maybe I'm going to fuck shit your faces. <laughs> oh, horse feathers. <laughs> I've uh, got to get out of here. Okay, well, there go, Randy's waddling out of here. God, God, he's so broad, and he went through. He, we had to like go past each other at the doorway. I got you, baby oil. Yeah, on my you're shirt. just covered in baby oil right now. You're Why dripping. does that guy wear a fucking shirt? I don't know. Ugh. I guess if I looked that good, I wouldn't wear a shirt either. Or pants. If I had legs that nice, I don't think I'd wear pants. That I think off. I'd wear pants though, just because I I wouldn't want a ball hanging out. You? I got droopy balls. Wouldn't you want to just like, like, uh, like, wouldn't you want to be at a coffee shop and someone orders a drink and then you'd be like, here, let me get that for you. And then you just go Whoa! and you turn your hips and you grab it like a bullwhip. Oh, ice drinks. I no, no hot drinks. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> uh, no, like it's, it's all loose. It's not, it's not tight and firm. Like I can wrap it around and be, be like, uh, well, here, let me, uh, tidy whities or boxers. Who, me? Yeah. I'm a boxer. Boxer briefs or boxers? Boxers. Yeah. Yeah. All right. (laughs) There you go. listeners. Don't don't ask me back. It's not appropriate. (laughs) What do you, what do you, (laughs) what did I just fucking say? I don't, you said, uh, ask me back. I said, don't ask me back. You asked. Okay, everybody. Jerk tweets for next week. What kind of underwear does Steve Sears wear? It's going to be a lot of ladies. Yeah. Not, no, a lot of ladies underwear, not a lot of ladies <laughs> tweeting. I should point that out. No, it rarely is ladies tweeting, if ever. They usually just like if we talk about Heath Slater or John Morrison. Retweet. Yay. His hair. Um. So that wraps up another episode of Curtain Jerks. There is so much coming up in the weeks. Uh, more interviews from the UK. We've got uh, interviews from Progress Wrestling. And with Impact Wrestling's Rockstar Spud will be coming up in the upcoming weeks. And I'll be telling stories about those shows. Because I saw a month's worth of Impact. I don't want to spoil it all now. We had all this other stuff. So I'll get to that. And of me drinking. And then um, also, a big exclusive thing. Check out wwe main event on after buzz tv because this week we'll be interviewing josh matthews from the wwe whoa yeah we're gonna be asking him some questions there so you can hear that on itunes and watch that on youtube.com slash after buzz tv and if you like him on there hey secretly tell him you want to hear him on this podcast you know tweet him and do all that stuff secretly yeah you know i hey you didn't hear me say that you know no, okay. i can't directly go out there and be with after buzz and go like hey uh, can you be on Curtain Jerks? That's underhanded. So I'm having you guys do it. Maybe I should watch the live stream 
Oh. Maybe can people watch the live stream and comment? And when I say maybe, I mean me. No one pays attention to the live streaming comments, okay. sadly. You know, YouTube, that channel with all of the YouTubes. Yeah, all the YouTubes. You can comment below and like and do all that. So, yeah, Josh Matthews, you're going to be talking to him. So maybe we'll make a friend and maybe we'll be on the podcast someday. Who knows? The possibilities have limits. Just like Bioshock Infinite. Limited possibilities. Limited possibilities. So, for Kurt Jerks, I'm Scott Narver. I'm Steve Sears. Enjoy your wrestling, kids. receive this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit ComedyPodcastNetwork.com.